God, you're a bitch. I was trying not to have it spray everywhere, Ari. <laughs> First off, you can't open a fucking busy at your house. You had to use a key that to get into. That was such a bitch to open. A fucking tab. No, I popped a tab, and then the little door thing barely went. <laughs> it was, like, the tab would go, but the door the wouldn't door open. Thing. The door thing. I don't know. <laughs> what would you call it? The tab. No, know. the tab is this. The hole? Well, it's not a hole at first, <laughs> is it? So the door to the hole. The magical <laughs> trap door <laughs> that holds the <laughs> beverage. All right. As I take a sip out of said magical hole that had the beverage trap. That's going in there. Bro. Welcome to OC Fan TV, where you never know what you're going to get at the beginning of the episode, middle of the episode, or end of the episode. Fucking hell. Um, I'm in danger, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, that's why I sat over here today. Holy shit. All right. Uh, so, we're coming off of a 2-1 win to Philly. I really don't... Th- none of us had us winning, right? No yeah, much? I, uh, I had us tying. Speak I into the mo- mic. I was the most positive one here. That's cap. I I said delusionally we come out with a win. I forget if it was like two one or one nil, but I I did put that into existence. I said Carr was gonna like get a hat trick. Yeah, that that wasn't even close to happening, was it? He didn't touch the pitch. He's hurt. Good. That's just rude. I'm sorry that you're hurt, but apparently it's better for the team when you don't play. So, <sighs> your favorite player scored on the day too? No, fuck that guy. Favorite player on an opposite team? Andres. Pereira, you are a fucking bitch. Well, do not dance against us. We brought you into this league, and we believed in you. And you didn't perform well for us. You go to Philly, you score a goal, and you dance on us, and you look like you got fucking traumatized by Barney. You can't dance, so stop Hold it. Hold on, there's layers to that. Because what? Didn't the Barney guy get? Yeah, the whole Barney situation's kind of fucked, but um. I thought you were going to say, we brought you into this league. We can take you out of it. <laughs> I thought that's where that was going. Nope. I mean, we really can't do that, so. All right, fair. But, yeah, show us some fucking respect. Yeah, he, you know, he was livid because you already don't like Andres. And then uh, that happened, and or you, the, the goal itself pissed you off. And then him dancing was just, like, adding another layer of disrespect to yeah, it was not how you great. feel. And the dance was just terrible. So, like, if you're going to dance against your form- former team, make it good, at least. It kind of looked like the, uh, I only know it from FIFA, but it's like the one where the guy's arms are straight and he's, like, doing this. Yeah, like it the... It looked like a knockoff version of that. I c- honestly can't even remember it because I didn't get to watch the full game. I saw, like, a little bit of the highlights, but yeah. I couldn't watch it. I was at work. Knockoff version of a celebration for a knockoff player. Wow. Fuck you, Andres. Who's he a knockoff of then? Felipe, bro. I don't even fucking give a damn. Any any one of our midfielders. All right, fair. I would have said like Cartagena or Mo. Fair. Can we talk about how I went ten of eleven for for the starting eleven? I was off by starting Enrique over Duncan, which I was planning on doing, but well done. I was fucking spot on. I think there's. I deserve some praise for it. I can't remember who there was someone in the Discord that said the same thing, but I can't. I think it was was it Felipe that they missed. I can't remember who it was, but someone else was also one person off. 
So we're getting to that point where we can read what Poppy's going to do. <laughs> also, having a lesson squad doesn't yeah. help. I Less mean, players to choose from. We didn't really know what was going to go on without having Facundo out there, but... Yep. It kind of looked like the midfield was less chaotic. A little more free-flowing, you would say? Yeah. And I don't know if that's because Facundo and Ojeda are similar, but we got to figure out how to use them both on the field yep. at the same time because they have not looked great playing near each other. No, it was almost the same situation, like the Ojeda-Facundo situation, is the same situation we saw when Mo was trying to play in that 10 role last season. And then Facundo would cut in. We're seeing the same thing. Uh, so, I mean, that kind of needs to be resolved, whether it's Ojeda having to stay out wide or Facundo staying out wide. I really wouldn't mind that because the one in the middle is still a very creative, good player. And now we've seen in the past two matches what Ojeda can do, a goal and an assist against Philly and then a goal against um, we just lose Charlotte. So he's got the three goal contributions contributions in his last two matches. If he's going to be the guy this season and Facundo kind of takes a step back, is that for the better? Or would you rather still have Facundo as a guy and Ojeda have to take that step back? I would prefer us to figure out a way where they can both shine on their own. And well, still but you're not going to have both of them like 14 goals, 11 assists. Why not? Well, that's just... Philadelphia had that last year with Gazdog and someone else. One of their other players, I forgot. There was a few teams, and Austin had it with uh, Fagundes and uh, what's that guy's name? Drusy or whatever. Drusy. So there's teams that do have, and those are the top teams in the league. <laughs> and now that we have two players capable of it, you would want our coach to figure out a way to. Doesn't Fagundes play more out wide, though? Yeah. Or a little bit wider? Well, okay, well, then so he's contributing. Why can't we do that same thing where Ojeda has to be out wide or Facundo has to be out wide and one of them stays central? Why do both of them have to play in the middle? Because the thing is, the way Poppy plays with the right back pushing so far up, you have to have he that right cut mid cut. Unless you want to swap one of them over to the left side and have Angulo kind of play that right side, that's the only reason. That's the only way I see them staying out wide. Did Angulo play on the left or right this match? I have no idea. It was right. I was going to – because his goal came off of the right side. He hit it with his left foot, yeah, put it, it far post. It was right, and Ojeda was out left. No, I swear it wasn't Ojeda in the middle. No, nah, Mo was – but he oh, played yeah, as, like, a second striker kind of. Oh. So this has Angulo on the left. Oh, well, for Monson. Fuck was it, wasn't that, like, on a counter or something, the second goal? The second goal, it was Ojeda or cut a breakaway into the box. Type of thing. Nah, he, like, cut into the box, and it got deflected. And he like went to the m like top of the box, and Mauricio oh, passed yeah, yeah. it in, and he turned around and uh, slid it through to Angulo. It was a pretty nice goal. I cannot lie. The first goal I think was even better. Well, yeah. That was Enrique. Yeah. You would argue that uh, Ojeda should have had two goals on the night because yeah, that yeah, one in the end minutes. of the game was yep. should have been another goal. Duncan should have had another assist. Yeah. He deserved that, to be honest. He did. I thought the ball – Who? it was Ojeda that played Duncan the ball on that run, right? Mm. Possibly. I, th I, I think it was because when we were watching the highlights again oh earlier, yeah. he it was – make a run. I remember watching then. the game. When we were watching the game, I was like, wow, what a shit ball. And then it just it made its way through. I thought there wasn't enough power on it. I think it was Glesnes that was trying to cover Maguire on the run. They 
Uh, I, I just thought we were going to catch up to it, but it got through. And then Duncan doing what, honestly, what we thought Kara should be doing this whole time. He, he was facing Glesnes, so he was actually kind of taking him on. And then he megged him and, and found a way to get the ball to Ojeda. And then Ojeda just... Yeah, Ojeda played the ball out. I'm watching it right now. Ojeda just kind of shot the bed on that finish. <coughs> put it right at So him. bad. Like, you have the entire goal to aim at, and you decide to try to sneak it in between the keeper's legs. I, like, I don't get the reasoning there. Like, you'd expect a, someone who we've seen promise from make that kind of, like... Especially when what he's done the last two games. Yeah. Like, you'd expect him to make a better decision there, but, I mean... At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter that he missed that. But if we did find a way to like tie that game or lose because of that, I feel like it would be a lot bigger of a problem than it is. That uh, the volley that Kai Wagner had. Oh yeah, that was like the massive cross the field, and then it was on the far side of the 18. Oh and yeah. And left foot, the left foot volley, the one time, it like if he would have scored that, I would have just put my hands up and be like, you know what, fair play. Because mm -hmm. if the <laughs> if he manages to put that right in the like where the near post meets the crossbar and it goes crossbar down in, you're, you're not doing anything about that. So um, I think that was <laughs> – they had a couple of good chances in the second half, but they just could – like when we were looking at, it or looking at it earlier, XG doesn't like tell the story of the game. But when, we, when I saw that we had more second half uh, XG than them, like you would think watching that second half that they would technically have more expected goals, right? They yeah. just had more shots, more chances. Well, the fact that they had over double our shots mm. and they had what, m what like what point two less six xg than us. Team uh, teams can get like angry with not being able to get through and yeah. just shoot, yep. just shoot. And I feel like that's a little bit of it because I feel like we had the better chances, but we didn't do anything with them in the second half. Yeah, we created more quality chances like the Ojeda one that he didn't finish in the 86th, 87th minute. But when you create those chances, you're going to get goals. It's just kind of a story of them having, I don't even, I was going to say them not having our shooting boots or them having our normal shooting boots and us actually being able, able to finish for once. But uh, I just don't think they created the same caliber of chances that we did. Agreed. Yeah, well, I mean, regardless, I think a big part of that had to do with Mason having a pretty good game in yeah, goal. Um, he made some really good saves, some not-so-great passing out of the back, but I think he, he served his purpose, did his job well. The save on the, I think it was a Glesnef free kick. Oh, the, the one that was, save. like, kind of top-ins-ish. Yeah. Probably yeah. would have been, yeah, yeah, not really in the corner, but, you know. It was, a, I mean, it was a nice shot, even better save. Um, and then he had the other save off the header on the back post, diving to his right. Mm -hmm. That was that was fantastic from him. So for him to step up in a big way, going onto the same field where he didn't have his best game against Philly last year when we went there and lost five uh, one. Uh, it's great to see from him knowing that we have him where you can have him in between the sticks if Pedro were to stay in the Spanish jail for another <laughs> two months. But luckily I was going to wait for the Dave's dickhead of the week, <laughs> but fuck the Spanish police. Don't fucking touch my goalkeeper like that. Or Yoshi. I'll say it. Yoshi Pussy. Don't really forget, Yoshi was involved I in know. that, too. It's I started with Yoshi. Good. And Pedro said, yeah, you going to touch him? Bet. <laughs> fuck around, find out. <laughs> Bro, he's an octopus. He has fucking eight arms. He was probably... 
slapping shit up. <laughs> I don't know how to transition from that, honestly. <laughs> okay. Anything else on the Spanish police before we move on? Actually, well, it's Dave's Dickhead of the Week, so if you want to say something. Welcome back to Dave's Dickhead of the Week. Today's Dickhead is the Spanish police. Brought to you by Bryce Miller. Fuck yourselves. <laughs> We're going to have the Spanish police <laughs> trying to extradite us to Spain. Sorry about that. Uh, our soundboard decided to just turn off. Um, but on the bright side, we do have the new Elgato cam links working today. So hopefully you're not seeing any bars that we've had or the camera's just not cutting out, audio's not cutting out. Um, so as scuffed as our podcast is still going to be, it's going to be a little bit less scuffed. Um, if you're subscribed to the Patreon, thank you. You're helping a lot, uh, making us have a little bit more quality in our podcast. And, uh, or if you're just giving us money through buying me a coffee, thank you very much. Uh, it all goes back into making our setup not terrible. Uh, so... Maybe not not terrible, but a little less terrible. A little less terrible. That's how we can do it. Um, you were saying something about Ojeda. I was just saying I like how he takes shots, and they aren't just random shots. They're, like, good quality shots, and it's going to lead to a lot more goals for either him or, say, rebounds, and we start getting players crash mm. box. I was going to say not even necessarily goals, but just – chance good chances in front of net that can lead from or that can happen from taking a shot outside the box you know bouncing one in front of the keeper spills kind of like Lukaku and Buffon in the Champions League a couple of years back yeah I mean long shots from Ojeda have seemed to not hit the target (laughs) at all this year but eventually if he hits one with some knuckle and like we saw I think Mason had one where he just kind of had to punch it away and it wasn't the greatest punch away but you force a keeper to do that, eventually someone like an Enrique or, or uh, a Jacqueline or, or, Duncan or a Duncan McGuire will be there to clean that up. You need to get Jacqueline's name out of your mouth, bro. He's say, still playing MLS next. He's did, he's did he not come on and play against did, Charlotte? And did he almost not score in about what? How many minutes did he play? He didn't score, though. He he did have a really good chance, though. But I mean, I notice how we've named every striker except for our – should be starting number nine. Magic lost by five. They covered, though. Good teams cover. All right. So now we're going to get into some of your suggestions of what you want us to talk about, starting with the good people on Discord. If you have not joined our Discord yet, uh, the link will be in the description of this video, so go ahead and join. It's free. You just get to talk to a bunch of other Orlando City fans uh, and invite your friends uh, while you're at it. So the first one we're going to go with uh, is a question. It says, it, it's not very, it doesn't pertain to a, a game. It's just a general question. It says, it says, should VAR always be looked at or should it be like football and hockey where the coach has to call for a review? I, I think it should. It's the way it is is kind of nice. It sh- yeah, it should be always be looked at, but n- not always by the main official. Like, if he needs to go and have a look, he should. But, like, if it's something small, it should be coming through, like, his ear. Mm -hmm. So it can be played faster. Ah, So pretty much the way how it is right now. So I'll say, if you you switch over to a coach's challenge, do you give him, like, a certain amount of challenges? Like, if you lose this, you're done? Yeah. Yeah. I could see popping. (laughs) Red flag. Red flag. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'd be keeping one in my pocket from the stands. I'd be 
And I think th- that just, as much as VAR already has kind of messed up the continuity in football and just kind of like how it plays, um, it, like we had nev- we never had a review, a review system uh, in place in the sport before VAR came in. And if you give the, the coach a chance to challenge something, uh, it'll just mess it up even more. And I think for the most part, about 65, 70% of VAR decisions are correct, I think. But the ones that they mess up hurt teams in a lot of ways. And that's just another problem of human error. And it's not really up to like the technology or how they're called. It's just who's making the decision. So... Yeah, I mean, like, also, if you if you switch over to that coach's decision and you have a coach lose that challenge and something else happens later in the game where they want to use that challenge, it f- completely fucks them over out of something useful that sure. would have been looked at normally, but now you don't get that opportunity. Yeah. Any thoughts? No? You're I good? said what I said. Sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking macho man over there. I said what I said. <laughs> All right, next one says, I'm pissed people are content with mediocrity and saying the season just started. They have to gel together. Yes, St. Louis is an expansion team and 5-0 and and technically. Uh, what they didn't – what? They didn't have to gel either? That, I mean, that's a fair point. About 60% of our team is still together. We just have a decent amount of new – gosh. You wa- can I finish my sentence? No. Yes, go. No, go ahead. Good. It's fine. I'm just pissed about how many fucking free chances this fucking team gets. St. Louis. Oh yeah, the pass back like to fucking clubs. four goals just pass right back to them. Yeah. I haven't seen them play, so I have no idea how they get their goals. <laughs> go go fucking <laughs> watch it, bro. It's like FIFA. It's like center backs trying to pass it back to the keeper, or like a left back trying to pass it back to a center back, and then their forward Joel Klaus is literally just standing there doing nothing. They just pass on the ball. He walks up to the keeper, slots it away. Goal. It's happened three or four times. He soon. must be back there like, pass. <laughs> and they're just <laughs> yeah. so fucking stupid. Um, but, so. but I mean, yeah, it's it's annoying. We should have been jailed. Or that should not be an excuse anymore. Yeah, we're at the point now with seven, seven or eight total matches played yeah, in this season. Something like that. And, uh. I mean, th- the gel thing, like, give them three to five matches. Facundo and Ojeda training together every day. Poppy's got to get, like, Poppy's got to get it right at this point. I'll it, say, yeah. It, at this point, it's not really the gel that needs to happen. It's the manager needing to get the tactics right. It's what we kind of talked about with either Facundo playing out wide or Ojeda. You brought up the example of uh, Diego Fagundes and Sebastian Driussi. Yeah. Like, they're fine. So why can't our guys figure it out? If it's not them, it's got to be Oscar, yeah? Well, so, yeah, we've – I understand if there's, like, a new manager, you give him time to install his tactics. You have a ton of new players on your team. It takes time for them to walk in. But, like, a lot of the guys we have in our starting 11 are guys that have been here for a couple years at least. They should know how to play. They should know how Pavi likes to play. Like, you, you look at the – who do we lose to at home Charlotte. last match? Charlotte, worst team in the league, right? There's really no excuse for us to be losing there. Minimum should have gotten at least a point. Um, should have been three. Yeah, I mean, there we're, we have already run out of excuses for Orlando City right now. is the time where we have to deliver results. We have a, a team that's been here for years. 
you know, introducing a couple new players in the squad, but it's not it's not that much to say we need to gel. All right, I got to remind me before we end the podcast that I have a question. I'm just not going to interrupt what we're doing Heard. right now. All right, uh, moving on to Twitter. Uh, first one, well, it's a long one. Uh, how can we stay consistent all game? We played amazing for 10 minutes, uh, and then we stopped playing the way we did and conceded a goal. Also, we need a better backup goalie because Mason is something else. Wait, what? Also, we need a better back. Interesting. <laughs> uh, also, Andre, can you stop? It's going to be a little loud. Andres Perea, or what? Huh? Also, Andres, like the third to bottom line. Also, Andres Perea, or what? with the F you spell his name, can go fuck himself. Pussy. Yeah. I agree with the last part. 100%. Fuck that guy. Uh, I don't agree with the Mason. I don't the, agree with that at all. Yeah, his passing wasn't great for a couple minutes, but he made some great saves that possibly won us that match. He made a few great saves that Joe Bindick did not fucking yeah. make, and that was our backup keeper. So mm-hmm. we're blessed to have a backup keeper that's competent and can come into a game and get three points yep. on the road. Hmm? Any thoughts on this? Honestly, not not a whole lot. I I also disagree with the statement. I think Mason, he did his job. The goal we conceded was not his fault, right? We lost markers back post. Mm-hmm. You know, shit happens. No, uh, he did his job after that. I think the consistency, consistency thing comes down to exactly what Poppy tells him to do also. just I think we've all said that enough, though. Uh, next one is thoughts on Mauricio Pereira playing the 10th spot, seemed more fluent and able to play balls higher up the field. Yes, no. Can you repeat that question? <laughs> Thoughts on Mauricio Pereira playing the 10th spot seem more fluent and able to play balls higher up the field. I'd agree with that. At some points when he was playing at the 8, it seems like he couldn't get involved into the attack. Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> when he was playing deeper in the midfield, it seemed like he was having trouble connecting mm-hmm. that to our attack. So having him higher up the field allowed it to flow more freely. Uh, So really quick, would you be mad at a consistent midfield slash our front three, not counting the striker in the scenario, um, of Araujo and then Cartagena or Felipe, Mo and then Ojeda Facundo? No, prefer that. But then... Both Facunda and Ojedo currently want to be in the middle, and you still have Mo in the middle. They need to learn how to play, but, like, yeah. like the corners of the 18th. Like, they don't need to be so far in. They can still have some width and still have the opportunity co- to come inside, mm-hmm. but they need to, like, learn how to not fucking clog the middle. Yeah, I mean, Mo played outright, although he was... Decently younger at this point, he was playing out right for Krasnodar, and so I mean he has the ability to play out on the right. I just think having more speed in Ojeda and Gulo or Facundo out wide would benefit us more. And if Mo can play the balls into them, if they're running them behind or they cut across, uh, I just think honestly, front three of Angulo, Facundo, and Ojeda, that could be a dream. Have either what Facundo or Angulo up top. Or no, you, no. You could have any one of those. I was going to say, no, throw Duncan up top, have him as kind of a hold-up, 
and then all three of them can play off of Duncan. They all have speed. So who's playing that ten then? Well, uh, throw let's say Ojeda in the middle, Fukundo out right, and Gulo out left, Duncan up top. So then are you are you benching Mo? That's the only thing. Like, can you bench your captain? We kinda had this talk in the off season. Although he I mean he was decent, he played well. That's how we started out the season playing though. And Gulo Fukundo and Ojeda? Yeah. And Mo was playing eight. In the first game? Well, yeah, so maybe Mo doesn't have to play. But if, if like, Mo eventually is going to get to the point where he can't be our reliant playmaker anymore. So, one of those, one of the, th- if we keep Angulo, one of the three of Facundo, Ojeda, Angulo is going to have to step up and be one of those guys. But I think Angulo is better out wide. So, I think f- Angulo is the most likely to stay out wide and not drift in. And I think you're right. This this may be the time where we have to look into managing Mo's minutes a little bit more now that he's getting older to kind of conserve his legs. So I mean, I, I wouldn't be too mad at that. It seems like a pretty good idea. All right, we spent. I went on a rant on that Was one. Was that your question about later? No, I already forgot that. I know what you were gonna say. What? What was I gonna say? Because I actually <coughs> want to know. Was it? I forgot who it was. I'm not trying to call you out, but it was that someone on Twitter was like, oh, "Are we too toxic and?" Uh, do we put too much pressure on the team oh, at home? Uh, oh, no. I don't That's mean. not what you were going to say? No, I already oh, forgot okay. what I was going to say. Uh, my memory is horrific. Next one. <laughs> Thoughts on if or how we can break down Trashville's defense? Wow. Shots fired already. Uh, I don't know. Make Walker Zimmerman play a pass out of the back. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Their last lineup. Uh, it was a 4-4-2. Daniel Lovitz playing uh, left back. Let's see, what's your first name? Jack Maher playing center back. Walker Zimmerman center back. And <laughs> one of our worst players in the World Cup, Shaq Moore playing right back. Easy. Attack him all game long. He had an assist last match. Against who? Uh, last starting 11. Let's see. They played Cincinnati. They lo- What? Oh, no, he has one assist on the season. Apologies. Yeah. They've lost their last two 1-0, though. They lost in New England 1-0. To a Gustavo Bo 52nd minute goal and 1 0 in Nashville to Cincinnati to a Brandon Vasquez 48th minute goal. You know, the only thing that scares me about fucking Nashville is that motherfucker, Hani Mukhtar. Yep. Yep. He's the only guy. And he always does it against us every fucking time. And it's always at home, too, right? Yeah. He's always and celebrating he in front of the right wall in front every of the fucking, fucking wall, time. Right. Little fucking T Rex looking motherfucker. <laughs> All right, wow. I say Velociraptor looking motherfucker. You ain't that big. I say we're gonna save this for hopefully when we record a preview later in this week. To I mean it's yeah. it's basically previewing the match. Uh so apologies. We'll get to your question next pod, which should come out later this week. Uh then we got the legendary David Valentine. Uh he's got two. Uh the first one is why is this fan base so loyal to managers but quick to go through players? Cricket. No. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I think the loyalty with Poppy lies in the fact that he's led us to the playoffs two. Technically two? three. With uh, so Is it two or three years? No, it's all three years he was here. Well, the MLS's back tournament wasn't well, really playoffs. We still have playoffs that year. That was the NYCFC year. Oh, you're right. Yeah. All right. So and then 21, what happened? And then we went to Nashville, Nashville. And yeah. then we went to Montreal. That's right. So every year he's been here, he's led us to the playoffs. We got a on trophy. top of the U.S. Open Cup. 
And technically, MLS back. MLS is back. Fun. We got final. to a final. So, I mean, this I club has never seen success like this in the MLS. I think it comes back to that first MLS is back final. We went in there and we're like, oh, we're fucking Trash. not going to do yeah. shit. And we came out and we did better than anyone could have expected. Mm-hmm. Beat LAFC and I feel like that was great. we just clinged on to him and what he provided already in the short time that he was, he's been there. And I feel like some people will not let that go. Yeah, I mean, you can cling on to that, and then you still have all that he's done in the last two years post that. So There's a reason to believe in him, but there's also a reason why we should move on. But that's for every other episode. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Uh, since you didn't really get to talk about that one, I'm going to let you answer this one first. It says, what is a successful 2023 for Orlando, and why making playoffs uh, to get eliminated in the first round ain't it? Um, let's see, successful, successful season. We're in, what, three competitions still? Open Cup, MLS, and then... League's Cup, but I mean yeah. that's a separate competition. Well, it's still part of the season, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I don't even know how that's formatted, but... Groups of three, I think. Does one team go through or two? Two. And our group is Santos Laguna and Houston. And then if we win Cruz Azul or Atlanta or Miami... Or Pachuca. All right. So just, just go based off Open Cup and MLS right now. I feel like Open Cup, we have to make a run. Um, I've otherwise, it kind of makes last season look like a fluke with everything being at home and mm-hmm. kind of barely scraping through. I think we need to be dominant in the Open Cup for at least the first two or three rounds. I wouldn't be mad at like a quarterfinal or semifinal exit. But we only have to a good team. We only have four total matches in the Open Cup. Cup, I believe so, because we get a bye because we won. Okay, I forgot about that. So, so I round of whatever quarter semifinal, I think. Round of sixteen quarter, is that it? I think we only have four matches. So I mean, yes. Let's say let's just say that for right now. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Okay, I. We should make it to the semifinal. I think that would be a a good spot for us. I I think we can win it again, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be upset if we go out in the semis to a a good team. All right, then hold on. Sorry, where do we have to finish in the league? <sighs> Minimum top five in the East or supporters in the East. I top five total. Right now, it seems kind of out of hand or out of reach mm-hmm. because of the way we started the season, especially knowing that there's tougher days ahead come late July, August. Mm-hmm. So I already – it's I guess it's kind of like a bad mentality to have, but I kind of have that, like, we're going to slip up eventually anyways. So to be top five in the East, make a playoff spot, that's – is that a home, no. home first round? Oh, I don't like even know anymore. It's a new playoff format. Fifth? Yeah, because first gets the bye, right? And uh, then I don't think there's – Nine ten is play. Nine ten is playing. Yeah. No, eight and oh. nine. Yeah. And Correct. there's no. I don't think. Okay, I don't fucking know. <laughs> this shit's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, eight Makes nine my is playing. Fucking brain hurt thinking think about this fucking shit. If one has to, pl- if one doesn't get a buy in the first round, or if one gets a buy in the first round, 
then one and two should get a bye, and then three would play eight, four would play seven, and five would play six. That's what I was thinking. That'd be too kind smart. Of. So I don't even know how that may not even work out mathematically. <laughs> Let, okay, so you want us to be inside the top five in the East? I a top five in the East or a home playoff spot? That's my kind of like or line in the sand. Yep, either one. What do you want? How do we, how do we finish the season? I would hope at least top four. Mm-hmm. I think we have a good enough team to finish top four in the whole entire league, too. We got to figure that shit out, though. We have a good enough team. Do we have a good enough manager? Uh, no. <laughs> but I would say for a successful season, at least a home playoff game and at least getting to the semis and the open cup. cup. I forgot to add that up, too. Um, what? Are we going – well, the, my whole season prediction – have to make it to the the semifinal of the, in the playoffs. Yeah, in the playoffs, that'd be successful. Just uh, getting it's possible. out of the fucking first round of the playoffs because we haven't done that since 2020. All right, we got to start chugging along, so we got to make the rest of this kind of quick. Um, yeah, Zach's ACL recovered from the cockroach. No. Yeah, I think so. I think I I feel decent now. It doesn't pop as much so i think we're good um did we miss out on Gio Akini? good question yeah, yes, I said yes yes motherfucker i was saying this last season i was saying this last season yeah what? just fucking stupid welcome mate. Just not use a fucking player that was just playing in france nah fuck him he's not good he yeah okay looked pretty decent for st louis and st louis has looked very decent uh um, he looked decent for us in the five minutes he would get a yeah. game he won a pen i know that yeah <laughs> that's Thoughts, Gio Kini? So fucking annoying. Yeah, I mean, it sucks to lose him, but I think we did good in, in getting Ojeda. Kind of uh, yeah, I mean, that. bringing in Ojeda was decent in that role. But if we don't bring Angulo back, we're going to miss out, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and then in the, I've got a I've got a lighthearted one. Thoughts on the promo nights, Bryce? I'm going to let you go in on this because I don't know them. You know them. You listed them off. I listed, like, four. That's fine. I think the first one's April 1st. Uh, the sea cows. Bro, I'm about to talk about something. I don't know. What the all fuck. right. Yeah. You listed them before. I, they're all promo nights. Um, I'll find them real quick. Isn't, isn't one of them the Atlanta game? Yeah, the kids' it's night out is the Atlanta game. I don't know about that. You, you see, smart. it's the right idea or the wrong game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe against like... Uh, RSL. Yeah. I don't even know if we play them at home, but Colorado. Literally. Yeah. Any people that smoke weed and that are nice to be around but no you're gonna put it on probably the most toxic game oh. of the year yeah right yeah. maybe nycfc a little more miami. toxic but miami toxic any one of those three that's yep. you don't want to do kids night then nope. but Bro, at least it's not miami that would have been crazy and you got love unites americana night military appreciation kick childhood cancer Hispanic oh, Heritage right. and Fan Appreciation. I feel like we always get those. So Instead of Fan Appreciation should be a free night. Free free tickets. Free alcohol. Free out fair. That would that? be great, bro. Who we play that night? Anyways, I feel like we always get, or at least past season, maybe two, we've gotten these nights. So. I think we got them before COVID, and they went away for a while. 
and they're making their way back, which I appreciate. Sure. We play New England Octo- October 7th. Great. All right. Uh, now to get through the Instagram ones, uh, we have, is Poppy Seat still on fire? Yes. Y- yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair. That shit was never taken out of the fire. It was just sprayed with water. It got it cool enough to sit on, but it's still in the middle of a fire pit. Uh, this one goes kind of through the the same scenario. It says, just because we won one game doesn't mean Oscar is safe. He's still on the hot seat. Correct. Well done, mate. Facts. Well done. Who is that? Uh, XV Lewis or Louis underscore 92 VX. Congratulations. Uh, your boy, Andrew, says, uh, how do you all feel about keeping our head coach? So we're just all about Oscar on Instagram, apparently. Uh, USA versus El Salvador thoughts. We, the U.S., looked like absolute trash. I think we're all garbage. agreeance that we didn't spend $50, and that was a good decision on our part. Yeah, the cheapest wall ticket was 40 40 each, I think. Before fees? Before fees. So like 125 and 85 cents. <laughs> I think it w- I think it was ninety it was either ninety eight sixty two or ninety six eighty two was the final price for two tickets in the wall, which is just stupid. They're plotting against Orlando City because you see right. as soon as they take Daryl off, they feed Pepe. What happens? He fucking scores. Should have kept Daryl on the whole fucking game, in my opinion. Gave Daryl two more minutes, and that same run would have been made. Probably would have finished it Facts. too. So, um, any other thoughts on El Salvador? It, it was good to see Daryl back in Orlando again, even though I wasn't there. But yep, good to see him roaming the pitch where he belongs. Yep, he did semi call it home. So uh, whether he was talking about the USA or uh, he's probably talking about the USA. Bro, but for this context, okay. we're going to explore you. I got I got a fucking rant. Uh, make Bro, it quick, mate. Don't fucking interview a player warming up. Oh, yeah, that that is the most fucking idiotic thing I've ever heard. He's trying to fucking warm up. He's like. Geo here, and they're like, uh, "Can you hear me, DK?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then he goes silent. Silent, because <laughs> he's fucking is, warming up. It's not a bad idea, but you can't do it with someone who's in a rondo or doing those kind of drills. True. Like yeah. they said, they I think they did it with Walker Zimmerman. Some some center back that they were just pinging balls, like back and forth. Yeah, that's you can fine. do it there, but like, in a full on finishing drill. Yeah. Well, you don't if see if you're gonna do it, do it earlier while they're doing some other kind of stretches or whatever. Not while he's in a drill. Oh, the one example that I have is watching Monday Night Football. I think they sometimes throw Randy Moss out there with someone he wants to talk to, and they're just standing there. They're both mic'd up. Randy's mic'd up. Whoever he's talking to is mic'd up, and they're just tossing the ball back and forth. You don't see them doing it while like a receiver's trying to run routes or a kicker's trying to kick or offensive linemen are lining up. You see it before they start warming up or they just pull him off to the side for like five minutes because the team is nice enough to allow that. But doing it in the middle of him running drills is just yeah, not they okay. they did that during the MLB one time, not to go on a tangent, but like I, I didn't like it when they had the pitchers mic'd up during the game either. So find other people to do it if you're going to do it like that. I feel like in totally off topic, but in baseball, like an outfielder, no, yeah. they do that all the time, yeah. but uh, having a pitcher who's involved in every play yeah, constantly okay. thinking is another story. Yeah. Hey, what are you thinking about? Um, can you shut the <laughs> fuck up, please? <laughs> Damn it. All right. That's where uh, we're going to leave this episode. Uh, we will probably be back in here tomorrow recording another episode. So 
if well, okay, here we go. I'm gonna try to do it myself. You couldn't remember Kanata's outro, so I'm gonna try to do it now. Uh, if you're hearing the sound of our voices, you're obviously listening to us, listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you find your podcast. Uh, and if you're looking at us, you obviously found us on YouTube, Orlando City Fan TV. Um, then our socials are Instagram at OC Fan TV, Twitter at OC Fan TV 22. Your Jason Christ murder mysteries don't really matter anymore. The man is practically dead. TikTok. Uh, and TikTok is at OC. F- I was getting there. I was only through Instagram oh and God. Twitter. Well, you went in your fucking Jason Christ murder mysteries. I was mysteries. doing it. Like That's at the end. Let dumbass. me live. Um, TikTok is at OC Fan TV. Yeah. Uh, thank you for watching and or listening. We appreciate it. Join the Discord. Join the Patreon if you want. Uh, we're going to be doing a video for that tomorrow, too. So if you're in the Patreon currently, look for that. It'll be up soon. And, uh, yeah, good night. Uh-huh.